Good morning and welcome to the Operate Intelligently podcast. I'm here with our host, Bob Papadude-Pittner. Bob, how are you this morning? Good morning, Tony. I'm, I'm doing great. You know, I'm looking out the window here from our studio and uh, I see some uh, leaves changing color and we've seen a few of them floating down here and uh, it sure feels nice outside. feels like uh, fall and uh, we're into that season and uh, we are really excited today though to uh, have a guest with us in our studio. Uh, Mary Beth Armiston and Mary Beth uh, works with us here at The Dude and does a number of things for us and uh, had a great career, uh, a lot of it based around the YMCA and, and insurance and risk management and uh, understanding some of the other areas in maintenance in the organization that sometimes we forget about or yeah. we put on the back burner. Today, Mary Beth, we're going to talk a little bit uh, about age in the workplace and uh, really is age, is, it's just a number, right? And uh, we want to just kind of talk about that, what that number means or doesn't mean, really. Well, you're right on. Uh, welcome. I'm glad to be here with, uh, with both of you. And we are, we're going to talk a little bit about age. And is age really a number? You know, as we sit here, we have a couple of different generations represented. And as we look at today's workforce, we recognize that uh, we have a cadre of ages that are still willing and able to work. We have those, the millennials that are coming out of of college. Um, We go clear to the silent um, generation, which goes back to perhaps our grandparents. And then we have those that fall in, in between. And today's workforce has quite a challenge as to how do we integrate the different age um, ranges that are now working. We were talking earlier about um, folks that are staying in the workforce longer. Mm -hmm. And uh, that in itself is an opportunity, but it's also a challenge. And particularly when we talk about technology. And here at The Dude, we're a technology company. And um, so as we prepare to meet the needs of our customers, we also have to continue to be aware of who in the workforce is able and willing and is going to be using our kind of software. Mary Beth, you, you made a point a little bit ago about uh, a number of age differences within the companies that are working today. And there's a couple reasons for that, I believe. One is that because of kind of the, the stock market and the financial crash of, of around 08, that uh, a lot of people's uh, retirement money was affected and so people are staying in longer. And then there are some of us that are just staying in because we really like it. We like being uh, active, like being in the workforce, like working around young people. I know one of the things that uh, when I came to The Dude, and and uh, this week was my sixth anniversary here at The well, Dude. congratulations. And, uh, <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm still excited about being here. And one of the things that charges me every day that even though I'm uh, of retirement age, I still get to come every day and I'm around young people. And uh, to, to find some of that energy and tap into some of that energy. And so it's exciting to learn and to understand and then sometimes just scratch my head and say, come on, get a life when you get to work, you know, but uh, uh, stop playing basketball or foosball or whatever and get to work. But uh, there's, there is some of the differences in age in habits and the, and definitely, Bob, you, you bring up a point. You work because you enjoy it, because you like it. And I, I feel the same way. So I'm, I'm open to working anytime where I know there are folks who 
who I've run into, and that's not the case. You know, it's very much eight to twelve. They want their lunch break, and then it's one to five, and they're done. They're clocked out. So it's minimal effort. Uh, so definitely some differences in perspectives when it comes to the age differences that that we deal with. Absolutely. You know, the other piece is that uh, in today's world, we're living longer. And because we're living longer, we look for a different quality of life. Um, I've retired a couple of times. (laughs) Don't ask me. I guess I couldn't get it right. But the first time that I retired, I had this thought, and I'll share that with you. I had worked a lot of years, had gained hopefully a little wisdom, hopefully gained some knowledge, And when it was getting ready to retire, I kind of compared it to a suitcase. I had my suitcase all packed. It was all my riches that I had gained, experiences and all of this. And it's not wrong to close the suitcase and walk away. But for me, it was difficult to close the suitcase and put it back in the closet. I was still excited about learning. I was still excited about wanting to be around people. And I, I learn as much from all ages as I do by being people with just my age. And I think that's what we're seeing, that's what we're hearing. Now the challenge is, how do we integrate? Because we all learn different. Some of us may be verbal, some might be written, some might be hands-on. And when we talk about technology, We have to focus in on that. And and how is it that we develop software um, that is manageable, efficient, uh, solves problems, and um, provides the appropriate outcomes that our customers or others are looking for? I think uh, to add one word to that also is easy. Yes, that's (laughs) a good one. Absolutely. Easy use. You know, I always say uh, when I talk to some of our developers, You've got to make it so that it's relevant to everybody. But if I can do it as an older individual, if I can relate it to something and it's easy and I can pick it up and figure it out without having to do a lot of reading or studying on it, then it's probably going to work for just about any generation, right? The the challenge is, you know, the the developers don't necessarily understand our end users, the folks who are actually putting uh, in work or using the technology. And so... I know one of the one of the roles and tasks that I've had is to help them understand, you know, what is intuitive, what makes something simple, how can we make it um, less complicated for our end users? Uh, because if it's too complicated, people don't use it. And I know a lot of our audience that are sitting out there right now listening to us. We've got a broad range uh, of ages as well. We've talked to a lot of young people that listen to us, and a lot of of uh, older uh, folks in the workplace. And, you know, we, we want to make your job a little bit easier. And we want to encourage you, as technology moves along, uh, not to be so afraid of it. You know, I think a lot of people, particularly uh, in my generation, were afraid to say, well, I'm, I think I'm going to break it if I try it, you know. Absolutely. And most software companies and developers have really gotten over that. You know, they've, they've allowed it to be tested enough that you probably can't really break it. You might screw it up a little bit, but you know, go to your grandkids and they can straighten it back out for you and on you go, right? Well, one of the things about uh, technology is that I think we are all learning. Uh, We're going to go forward and we're not going to go backward. And the integration and uh, how we embrace the diversity 
of who uses it is really important. I relate it back to this. Many times if I have an electrical device and uh, um, I have to set up, so whether it be TV or you know my new um, Echo, whatever it is, I'm always amazed when I pull out the instructions. I'm always amazed. Now, I look at those and I think, now who in the world wrote those? <laughs> well, we know most of them are written by engineers. And uh, for They're some, written by engineers and reviewed by lawyers. That's right. right. That's exactly right. So therefore, I don't understand a word that they say. Right. So I have to kind of work to figure it out. Now, I know I'm not alone. One of the, the wonderful things I, I love about Dude and coming from a very background is that what we do is based on providing um, ease, as we talked about. It's about providing um, so th that we're not wasting people's time. That's the other piece. No matter what your age, uh, what we always attempt to do, and I, I think uh, whether in any company, is that we want to make sure that we're having outcomes and not outputs. And ease, um, diversification, um, recognizing how we embrace the diversity of our, of our workforce is so important in today's world. Yeah, I definitely agree. I know one of the challenges that, that I often see when I'm, when I'm on site and working with folks is there's a fear of change and there's a fear of, uh, of the unknown, right? And so there's some education that goes into play. And, and you mentioned diversity of the workforce. So I, I see this not just with an older generation, but also with a younger generation who just maybe hasn't adopted or embraced technology. And so helping them understand what it's going to do and how it empowers them. And it does potentially save them time, it can protect their positions, it can justify the work they're doing, and also gives insight into what they're doing day in and day out to help them tell their story. Because often the guys that we're working with and the guys that we're talking to, um, you know, they're sight unseen. So again, we, we've talked about them before on previous shows, the unsung hero. This, once they understand how it can be leveraged and be a tool for them, they begin to embrace it. And again, our job as a company is to make it really simple. We even have a, yesterday I was presenting to a group of engineers and one of the things that, uh, that I got to show them was something we call the button screen. And it allows someone to create work and document something with the push of a button. And uh, they, were, they were actually blown away by it. So it was, a, it was an interesting um, concept for them and completely different from the norm in their day-to-day -day lives. And something that we're trying to push as a technology company, which is something that's simple, easy to use, and that can be, uh, that can be powerful for, for the folks that we're working with. You know, Mary Beth, you talked about uh, retiring and looking at it as a suitcase and closing up and putting it away or setting it in the closet, maybe to go back and peek in it once in a while. But I think that most of us, when we leave the workforce, uh, we would like to believe that we've left something behind. And I think when we're trying to cross generations and working together, working across generations, some of the best ways, and, and I've encouraged some of our salespeople when they're talking, they say, how do I talk to somebody that's older and try that's scared of this technology? How do I talk to them and try to encourage them? And I kind of relate it to them like this. I'll say, you know, talk to them most of us folks would like to, we like to train, we like to tell our story and, and, and uh, share it with somebody else. And I always like to say, wouldn't you like to leave a legacy? And wouldn't you like to be able to pass on what you know? Because we have lots of people that are leaving the workforce today 
that's taking a huge amount of industrial knowledge with them that just I mean you can't you can't capture that on an iPhone right but you can capture pieces of it and you can capture parts of it in technology more and more people are using things like YouTube to uh, look at guys that don't know how to do something a lot of times I do I'll look at Absolutely. what who's who's done a YouTube <laughs> video on that so I know I'm getting all the screws that I'm not frustrated with it. once or twice a month at least for me I'm with you. In fact, I was on YouTube this morning because I had a TV problem uh-huh. and trying to, to figure it out. Now, I didn't get it figured out, but the, the concept is it, the concept. Sometimes is right. you have to watch several videos. That's right. I must not have had the right one. But the other piece of, of all of this is that I used to call it different generations would hold the keys to the castle. And no matter what um, our age group is, no matter what our past experience is, we have to be willing to share. And I think employers are understanding that to lose the talent base of um, what we used to call the older worker, now I think we call them the mature worker or whatever whatever that name is going to be. I've got a name, but I won't say okay, it. Okay, we we'll, we'll, we'll hold we that for a... PC. <laughs> Maybe that's a whole different show. Maybe but, so. <laughs> we'll have to talk about that. But that older worker or experienced worker has knowledge that we we can't just uh, pack away. We need to build upon it. The same thing is that with um, the millennials that are coming out. We have to learn from them because they haven't. They've been fortunate to to be in a school environment, university, many years from when we were there, and so they have a knowledge that we have to learn for. So. Somewhere, we, and I think technology is um, the point that evens everything off. Technology allows us to integrate and to grow. And I think we need both of them. And they, and they kind of need to be balanced. On top of that, the diversification. You know, once upon a time, we only wanted to hire people from a certain environment. And I think that we're learning that uh, that may not be as healthy as we need to be. We want people that have different experiences. We want people that are on like us. So it even goes beyond the age. Yeah. And, you know, uh, the younger generation faces this. In this, When I look at some on job sites, hey, they want to hire somebody with 30 years of experience <laughs> And I'm only 24, you know, how do I get 30 years of experience? And, you know, a lot of times, and so they get frustrated because they don't feel like they've got the years of experience that maybe kind of in the, the, the prototype that we've set up for so long, you have to have so many years of experience. But your point of being the, the things that they bring along with them, as well as what the seniors, and I think the blending of using technology where we might, uh, the older workforce might be scared of or intimidated by technology is just a fabulous way to say to a younger person who is very comfortable with it is let's walk together with this let's hold some hands together with this if you will and you help me with some technology I'm going to help you was with some some technical expertise and and let's let's work together uh, in doing this so the great example and I'd love to try this sometime uh, in a and, and on a church mission trip where kids often go off on a mission trip. And I heard one church one time they had one of these that were called a senior senior mission trip 
where a senior in high school would ask a senior adult to go with them and they paired together and what great bonding was and respect that they were building for each other in doing that. I think we have to learn uh, how we get synergy. And synergy comes in a variety of different ways. And uh, quickly, I just want to, to share the thought too. We also need to take a look at how we train because our training needs to reflect um, a diversified workforce, mm -hmm. not only um, authenticity, but also age. And we typically um, have templates for training, or in some cases, maybe we don't have training opportunities at all. What we put in is what we get out. Yeah, I know um, that's something, a challenge I have, and something that I, I think a lot about because I have people on my team who range from the ages of 24 up to close to 60 years old. And so again, I agree with what you had said, Bob, everyone has something to offer. And uh, we, we all have something to contribute and bring to the table and we can learn something from everyone in that room. Um, so definitely as we integrate the workforce, um, you know, for those of us who are leaders or in charge, it's something we have to consider and think about. I think diversification on a, on a team or in a workforce is, is so important because again, everyone brings a different perspective. Uh, it's not one-sided, and, and whether it's technology or other issues that we're dealing with, technology is one aspect of what we're, we're talking about today, obviously as a technology company, but there's so much more too uh, to talk about when it comes to that workforce, the differences in age, race, again, diversification altogether. You know, and I think just stepping back from technology and work itself, how do you get to know each other? Yeah. And I think when you spend some time together, and it's often said, the best place to get to know somebody is over a meal. <laughs> and, you know, How true. You know, go to lunch with different age groups, you know. Allow, don't make all the invitations just about you and your, your little clique, but open up in the workforce and say, hey, let's go to lunch together and just have a conversation in it. It really helps you build uh, an insight into each other, where they're coming from, their history, uh, what they've learned, where they want to go, what they want to do, and the passions that they have. I always say that when I come to the workforce, I, I, I'm hired in as a, for a particular job. And, but I also bring uh, several passions along to that job. Uh, passions that might not necessarily be really germane to that job itself. But if I understand that Tony really enjoys photography, and I'm Tony's boss, and if I have an opportunity to incorporate Tony's passion into this, you know, it really helps build and bring together, Tony, can you get me some photographs of this for a PowerPoint that I'm doing, presentation that I'm doing, that re it really kind of builds those things and that relationship and respect for each other because I've shown interest in what he's, what he's doing that and is what he just, loves. That's just so true. I think it's all about in today's workforce is, is synergy. You know, we can get very uh, technical, but I think uh, synergy is the key. How do we embrace? Um, how do we include? How are we inclusive? Mm -hmm. um, how is it that we build from our passions and we do that through a variety of experiences? And if we do that well, then I think uh, technology is the, is the common denominator. And, I would agree. And I, I would like to step back just for a moment, and I believe maybe we've done ourselves maybe a disservice by compartmentalizing people into 
millennials and Generation X and boomers and the silent generation and look at us as, as people that are working together as opposed to just this ideology that might be in that age group and say, how can we learn from each other? Bob, I couldn't agree with you more. I think we compartmentalize people and then we push biases on those groups of people. So when you strip that away, I think it gives a different vision or insight into who those people can actually be, who they are, uh, instead of some preconceived notion or bias that we might have. Well, Mary Beth, we really appreciate uh, your insight into this today and your experience and your research around this and, and how to bring uh, age diversification into play and, and the important. And I, I think uh, for our audience today, it's just really something, it's a little different program than we normally do, but it's something I think you need to be aware of and think about. And this is was just intended to start to get you to think about how you can engage with your workforce, how you can be effective. If you're reaching the retirement age, how do you, uh, how do you bring younger generation into uh, and, and pass on the things that you have that you've uh, had a career full of and uh, pass that on kind of as a legacy. Well, it's been fun. I'm glad we had this opportunity to talk. And please, you guys, subscribe. Uh, find us on Stitcher or uh, iTunes. Please leave us a comment. Let us know what you're thinking. Let us know uh, if, if you're enjoying the episodes. Let us know if you have ideas of new episodes. We, we want to engage and, and And uh, we want to make sure that we're providing content that's valuable to you all. And uh, you can email us at dspodcast at dudesolutions.com. And once again, age is just a number, right? Absolutely. Thank you, Mary Beth. Thanks, Thanks, Tony. Thank you all.